Hey everyone, it's uh, Mike of New York, and of course today we're going to be talking about justice. Uh, they say there is a need for social justice reforms. Well, what about those who are supposed to judge when their judge is biased and biased by extreme thinking that is not the normal? thinking that pushes on the very edge of what society is, of changing society, of, uh, you know, class struggle, communist agendas, and all these other things that they learned in college, and openly talked about then. Now, this one judge nominee, uh, Judge Coe, uh, I forget her first name, uh, is, is, is a nominee to the bench, and Senator Ted Cruz was talking to her during the uh, hearing of her appointment verification or rather her affirmation i don't know what happened to her did she make it did she not who knows these days anyone with an agenda or a cause gets anything even the nobel prize it's kind of weird but that is uh that is the way life goes just think of uh, you know uh people who are uh less uh in 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 uh and their abilities getting more just because of their networking skills and their ability to come out with concepts and ideas that uh, are of the extreme fringe. And the way they're able to make those fringe ideas normal is by canceling other people's culture, by drowning them out, or in the case of this judge nominee, by sitting it out 25 hours occupying an office in Harvard and uh, she denies it at first, but she seems to forget that it was Ted Cruz who was part of the group that was talking about their protest in the Hill that they were communicating with. So can you imagine a judge who is actually on the verge of perjuring themselves during their judicial appointment nomination hearing? When you were a law student at Harvard Law School, you participated in a 25-hour sit-in in the dean's office pressing for racial quotas and hiring at law school. At the time, you described your views of judges where you said the problem of the American legal system was the homogeneity of the bench, and your proposed solution was, quote, minority judges still need to maintain the disguise of objectivity or else face challenges to their decisions. You went on to say, yes, uh, that minority judge is going to identify with uh, their own experiences, but she can't admit this. We've got to get more clever and say, look, we're, we're just as neutral as any 60-year-old white man. What's more pragmatic? to pretend we're objective or to deconstruct objectivity itself. Now, you've tried to back away from that statement since then, but what on earth did that mean? Let me first say I have never advocated for quotas. Quotas are unconstitutional. Um, as I said, I do disagree with that statement completely. That was 31 years ago. Since then, I have been a federal criminal prosecutor. I have been a judge on the state court hearing 500 cases a week. 
I've been a federal district judge for almost 12 years, hearing 719 cases a year, and I have 3,000. So, so my question was, what does that mean? Not how many decisions have you heard as a judge? What did that mean? No, you no I'm just saying that there is a record, a record to the judge. You're familiar with asking questions and answering questions. What did you mean when you said that? I, it was 31 years ago. Um, I don't recall specifically, but I'm sure I said, you know, what I said is what I meant at the time. I think it's completely wrong. I disagree with it. That's not how I've lived my life, how I've served So, the so I guess the challenge is what you said yeah. is that, that at the time when you were in law school, you weren't, you weren't a child, you were a student at Harvard Law School. Uh, you said that judges need to maintain the disguise of objectivity. Uh, and get more clever and pretend to be objective. And, and the difficulty for this committee is if you were following that instruction, you'd say the exact same thing right now, wouldn't you? I am under oath and I am telling you that I completely disagree with that statement. And you can look at the all right, all right, 171 then trials. Then, 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 let's, then let's go to your, your judicial record, because as I look at your judicial record, I am, I am concerned as well. Uh, recently, you determined that a state regulation that banned Bible study, that banned collective prayer, that banned worship in an individual tone, while at the same time allowing activities like in-home commercial filming was neutral and generally applicable, according to you, according to the decision, Apparently, people who attend Bible study are a greater threat under COVID than movie stars when it comes to health and responsibility. Now, that decision, of course, went up to the U.S. Supreme Court in 6-3. The Supreme Court said, no, you're wrong. Um, what did you get wrong? The Supreme Court in Tandon has held that when you're looking at comparable activity, you look at the government interest that's asserted and not the reasons why people are gathering. That you know, this is exactly what you see with many uh, liberal judges these days. You know, they try to second guess the Supreme Court even after they've been wrong, slapped down. Now, the Honorable Lucy Coe, we don't know what happened to her status. Did she actually get the job? It would be scary to think she did. And the type of filming that they were talking about is during COVID, that filming an orgy in a porn movie, she decided was less risky than a Bible study, which people would be sitting in their backyard, spaced out at a distance. And this is the kind of judges and justices we are seeing these days being appointed by the Democratic Socialists in Washington, D.C. And it is something that is alarming to many conservatives, many people of faith, and most people in general who believe that religious freedom, freedom of speech, and freedom of assembly are being extremely violated by restrictions that are being used by certain groups to be able to maintain control and prevent any discussion other than what is approved by those in government. And this is something that, according to Senator Cruz and others uh, in the United States Senate, has to be stopped that said that i applied strict scrutiny as well again why did you get it so wrong 
And how could the American people have comfort that if you're a court of appeals judge, you will faithfully protect their rights to religious liberty? I applied strict scrutiny as well. And I was following Ninth Circuit precedent at the time, which said you look at the risks of transmission and you go through seven factors to consider it. And so she says the risk of transmission, uh, filming a porn movie where everyone is naked and all these body fluids uh, swapping spit and everything is going on is less risky than a Bible study or a religious gathering or anything of that nature. It is basically part of the continued movement of the atheists and other groups in the United States who seek to dominate the conversation. These are basically anti-Christian moves by organizations that just want to stamp out any move towards morality, Christianity, or religious expression that they feel offends their extremist views, which are in the minority and minuteness on most surveys and studies still. More than 76% of Americans still go to church on Sunday, a number that is increasingly lower than it normally is, primarily due to COVID as their primary answer. Now, the number is normally closer to 80 to 90% in most Christian communities. But this is something the judges and the justices of the liberal courts don't want, especially a justice or a judge of the Court of Appeals like Lucy Coe, who has her opinion that Christianity is not important. People's faith expressions are not important. And that's very easy for someone who has no faith and no belief in anything other than their own twisted, warped morality. During my decision, but I fully, I fully understand that Tandon is the law of the land. That is absolutely what I will follow that you cannot assume the worst when people go to worship and assume the best when they go to work. And that you have to look at the government interest at stake and that you, you all, all of the rulings and holdings in tandem, that's the law of the land. That's what I- So she's basically saying the uh, law of the land is what she follows and that the administrative state is her religion, her politics, her party. Doesn't sound a lot like well, where there is extreme control over religion and expression, places like communist China, Nicaragua, and others where religious expression is not freely exercised in most communist countries. Exactly what this justice wants to see, an injustice on America's basic founding principle, which was the founding of freedom based on expression, religion, and the right to worship. That's what the pilgrims brought here. That's what it started with. They want to twist it around and say something else, but that's reality. And I'm Mike of New York.